everybody. Um, welcome back to Terminal 234. This is Faye, and that is... The Lakpa over here. You know, you're always <laughs> switching up the intro, you know? I am. on my toes, but I'm here. Alert, yeah, at ready. this point, I've, I've, you know, surrendered to not really having a, you know, a stable intro. I have no idea what I'm going to say until the words come out of my mouth. So we're just going to have to rock with that now. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, it's natural, you know? Sometimes natural is better than BBL. <laughs> yeah that was corny but i'll you know i laugh at everything so you got the laugh <laughs> Nah, i just um, saw a video um about the best bbls which is why i you know it was in my head but i apologize oh, we can go back to is that what the, the internet schedule. is on now because the funny thing is recently i saw somebody say something about like you know, best BBLs, you know, are you can tell by the hips, not even the leg to butt ratio or something like that. They were really going in. They had like some deep analysis when it came to BBLs. I'm like, okay, I guess this is what this person has time for today. Um, but it sounds like everybody's talking about BBLs nowadays, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, it's just, it's more widespread. It's more accepted. It's happening <laughs> whether you like it or you don't. Whether but you it, like it or not. Yeah, it's, it's just how it is. And yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, for me, hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. let's, I'm getting distracted. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk move, about let's move what we're talking to, about today. <laughs> to the matters at hand. Yes. Go ahead. Tee us up. Let us know what we're talking about. So, of course, quick hits. Talk about what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, try to keep it fun and light. One of the things that I woke up to on Twitter today mm-hmm. was Jonah Hill getting mm-hmm. roasted and abused mm-hmm. and, you know, just getting... <laughs> everything people were just on him super heavy um yeah but you know what i feel like on the docket we have kiki palmer and her guy too right so let's start with that because that was the earlier news and i feel like the jonah stuff came after and as a result of maybe mm-hmm. um the kiki stuff so let's talk about kiki if okay. you don't mind if you'll indulge me Please. um <laughs> yeah so with like i mean to give everybody some context here Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy, because they aren't, you know, married. Um, mm-hmm. They're just, you know, together as boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're raising their son together. Um, they've had a very public um, showdown. I mean, honestly, not on Kiki's part. I haven't seen anything from her side, honestly. It's mm-hmm. um, it's commentary that is a result of her her guy making things public. He made his feelings known about her on stage with Usher. If you guys haven't seen the video, essentially Usher is like serenading Kiki Palmer. Um, and her boyfriend's remarks were about what she was wearing. Um, he basically said she was too scantily clad for his liking. Um, yeah. And for the fact that she is a new mom and, you know, he doubled down on it by saying, I'm the guy of the house. This is how I feel. I have to know views. If you don't like it, get out my face, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and I think <laughs> the internet went ablaze because they were like, dude, relax. I think there's two frame of minds about it. My personal viewpoint is honestly, Delafo, I'm mad at him for being upset-ish. Like, I can understand. Wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Here. You are mad at him or you're not I'm mad not, at him? I'm not. But let me explain. Okay. Let me explain. I feel like what he said about her clothing choice was like a, was like, I don't know, like a scapegoat, if you will. Like he he mm-hmm. doesn't actually care about that. From what I've seen on the internet, apparently he actually took pictures of her before she went out and like mm-hmm. was talking about liking the outfit and whatnot. So 
clearly that's not what the issue at hand was. I think he was just super insecure. His ego got bruised. And I'm like, it's actually okay if that happens to a human. Like, you're 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 okay to be insecure and have ego issues. Like, nobody's mm. perfect. The issue was your ego now made you feel the need to put your girl on blast and, like, try and embarrass her, honestly. I think he was trying to do to her whatever he felt like was done to him, mm-hmm. honestly. And I think it was stupid and unnecessary to bring that to the internet. Like, again, if you have some fighting words for your girl, people fight, people aren't perfect, I guess. I think his point of view is kind of dumb, but it's fine. Like, again, it's not my business to tell you how to feel. It's more so my my thought process that, dude, keep that private. But I will say the other track that I was mentioning earlier is the whole, oh, why are you pulling what she wears? Why are you policing how she interacts with another guy da, da, da. and I'm, I'm less inclined to really be about that life because I'm like when you're in a relationship you're allowed to have feelings you're allowed mm. to feel a type of way you're allowed to think a certain type of way now how you handle it is a whole different you know set of issues um but yeah please go ahead and interject if you feel yeah no no I, I think feel. that I think it's very interesting right like uh we can go ahead and get the like the very obvious part that I don't think anyone is going to disagree with or most mm-hmm. people probably won't disagree with of like you don't have to do that publicly considering mm-hmm. the fact that you are together and mm-hmm. you have access to this person um mm-hmm. in a private way you don't have mm-hmm. to put them on blast so like you said try to embarrass her basically like that's the most wrong thing that he could have done and that he did is like mm-hmm. even if you felt that when you had those feelings you don't need to put that on twitter on social media on anything you have a conversation with her in person in real life like that's how you handle that um so i agree with you that that's I don't know. I feel like that's the part that most people can probably come to terms with of like, you're wrong right there. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the more interesting conversation is how much I don't want to say control, because that's obviously not the word that anyone will ever accept. But Mm -hmm. how much of a conversation is it as far as what your person does or doesn't do Mm -hmm. in your absence and in public? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that like you said, obviously he he reacted out of insecurity because I saw Mm -hmm. the Usher video with her and there was nothing like she's a celebrity. First of all, exactly. she's a celebrity going to interact with people like this. Like it's normal. Usher is actually doing this for everyone. I've seen yeah. one with Tara G.P. Henson. Uh, exactly. I saw one with someone else recently. Issa Rae, I think. I there's, think a, there's an Issa Rae. So we, that's when I saw. Yeah. Like, so like it's his thing. It's his yeah. thing right now. And it's just a cute thing for the public. Like mm-hmm. Usher also doesn't come off. You know, again, maybe I'm not talking about what I know here. I don't know anything. Yeah. But Usher doesn't come off as that kind of person as like, Oh, Mr. he's still your like, girl. This exactly. Not he's song. not Mr. Still Your Girl. Thank you so much for saying that. Like, he's not, that's not how he presents. He could yeah. be below, but that's not yeah. how he presents. So it's like, exactly. you don't have to feel super threatened right there. If Usher was going to steal your girl, it wouldn't be right there. Like, he exactly. can access her in so many other ways. And yes, you're not really competing with Usher. Like, you're Darius Dalton. So <laughs> you have the right to be insecure, but you also have to know that, like, yo, she chose me, and I have mm-hmm. to just have faith in that. Because if not, mm-hmm. you will go crazy. Like, she's gonna do movies with all kinds of actors, and the career exactly. that she wants is gonna put her in those types of positions. Like, you can't get mad at the first thing that happened. Um, so the that's my, irony that's my two is, cents. I was yeah. recently, I was recently watching like an interview or something with Kiki on YouTube where she was mm-hmm. gassing him up, talking about like, you know, I found a match in the sense that someone. That holds me down doesn't like you know make me feel yeah. like I have to be a wallflower and to like make myself smaller like somebody mm-hmm. who can kind of handle this. So yeah. it was shocking to me honestly when I saw what he said because <laughs> that was a very recent 
interview I watched. Um, but yeah, I feel like Kiki has been having a moment. Like, you know, like I think she's very much in the limelight right now, you know, obviously before all this drama. So I, I feel like it seemed as though like all parties involved were like about it. Like they were like, okay, do your thing. And I think honestly, had it been maybe something that wasn't like, I'm thinking the Usher video, I don't know this to be to be true but i think maybe the usher video went viral before he reacted mm -hmm, um so maybe because of all of the like you know gas it got and like people you know making a theme out of it that's mm -hmm. maybe what made him so insecure like rather than like I'm, i feel like if you she like went home and was like oh you can't you wouldn't believe this is what happened like look at this video ha 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 mm -hmm. maybe if it was like that he wouldn't have been so you know public and upset and you know yeah. basically throwing a hissy fit about it that's the only thing i could think of because i'm like this is nothing new like this is your girl this is what she's gonna be a part of like for yeah. the rest of your relationship yeah and i like to me I, again like i watching that video i didn't see her do anything yeah. that was out of question like um yeah. i was recently i was recently you know at a undisclosed location i can't i can't disclose oh, okay okay i know okay. but i was at a place you know, like you know like, type uh, thing <laughs> exactly right like a vacation type place uh -huh. and we went to like this little bar or whatever and they had this dude on the mic that was like an mc and all that kind of stuff and you know mm -hmm. who's trying to keep everyone entertained and like was mm -hmm. doing like little riddles and questions um but i bring this whole thing up not to tell you that i traveled for the first time since 2019 <laughs> um but to tell you <laughs> that he called this one lady up she was with her guy at least they looked like they were a couple and he mm -hmm. called her up and when she came up to the front, it's like literally like a very small thing. Like it's not like a big club. Like it's a really, mm -hmm. it's a small gathering. There was like maybe 20 people there, if that much. Okay. And he called her up to the front and the DJ like actually came up, played like, uh, uh, if you look good at bad, right? He played mm -hmm, that song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she started to act bad because of course she was looking <laughs> good. And she was, bro. as she was acting bad, you know, the mm -hmm. guy, the MC guy like kind of was dancing with her a little oh. bit, right? But like he was, mm -hmm. It was also a troublemaker. It's like, oh, I don't want to make your husband angry, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. like, that's even worse. Like, that's something that's like, oh, like, come on, man. Like, I'm right. Like, you didn't have mm -hmm. to go and act bad. Like, you didn't actually have to go twerk <laughs> on the guy. Like, that's, that's, a, you're not even that. Like, I don't know uh, how that worked mind, out for though, them. But like, that's mind, even, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, in my mind, as you say that, I'm assuming and hoping that maybe they're in that type of relationship where he's like pretty chill about that kind of stuff. I'm going to, assume that like she knows she's not gonna go home and get in a fight that night i'm I'm hoping for her sake um because i think some people are you know a little bit more monogamish oh of course and you know okay with blurred lines there of course and my, my point is not that um every relationship is the same my yeah. point is simply that that's a very quick example of something that happened to like a regular person that i can see yeah. like that i would say like i would consider that worse than usher singing to you like yo sure. i go somewhere with my girl and Usher wants to sing to her like yeah yeah I would rather Usher didn't sing to my girl but like um <laughs> I can't be mad at her like oh don't let Usher sing to you like what yeah like I might be like okay like I don't need you to get on stage and give him the lap dance of his life like yeah. come on like you have a little more like there's a range to this you know uh -huh, and I feel uh -huh. like again to me the Kiki Palmer video was nothing like that like it was really uh -huh. As innocent yeah. as it could have been like yeah. I don't know like I don't know what he's getting mad about yeah. the outfit like you mentioned he saw the outfit beforehand so yeah. not that he should have been policing her outfit either way you know like even if he was at home well, policing yeah. it i would have been like excuse me like again you know who you're with like which leads i us think yeah very I, nicely to jonah hill but it does ahead, last, it, no no it does part. and we can we can go right into jonah hill right mm -hmm. i think to me 
um, as a man, I think that's a part of the conversation that's a lot more interesting. Yeah. And I know what all women or most women are going to think. And yeah. I know what most men are going to think. And I yeah. know that there is like, there's what you could say publicly, like what will be accepted, right? Like you said, like you already, you already started using those terms, policing. as like, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Nobody should be policing another person. But yeah. like, uh, you okay, know, like it's, it's a little more, it's I a little said. more complicated than just like, oh, you can't police her. So she can wear whatever she wants to wear, period. That's remember the energy of I the said, internet. Though. And I don't know if that's a real life. Remember what I said, though, about if you're in a relationship, you're allowed to have feelings about whatever your partner does. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's just the nature of a relationship. It's a matter of how you act upon it. And that is one thing. That's one thing aside. But the other thing is I need people to realize who they are getting in bed with. Literally, Mm. like Kiki Palmer wasn't like dressed as a nun before you met her. That's one. But let's now move on to Jonah Hill, because sure, let's let's just leave the Kiki Palmer policing the dressing thing aside because like we've all decided at this point it wasn't about that the person that made it very much about that is Jonah Hill because as part of his text messages he's like you can't be wearing bikinis online right which honestly hot take I don't think that's a big deal right I don't think it's a big deal for a partner to tell their partner I don't love it you know, if you you post bikini photos, my issue though, not that I really have a right to have an issue. This ain't my this ain't my shit. But <laughs> my issue is that she's a surf instructor. Okay, Why wait, wait, you wait. Choosing... Hold on one second. Can yeah. I for the people that have not seen it and oh, are not okay, going to go okay. out of their yeah, way? Please add. So the I have it. I have it pulled up. Um, okay. There is one specific message that, of course, everyone his. Yeah. This is now his ex, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now his ex. Yeah. So she posted this. This message is from. December 2021. So this has actually been a while. Um, yeah. But this is a message that he sent to her. He said, plain and simple, if you need, and then he goes into a list. <laughs> one, surfing with men, boundaryless, mm-hmm. inappropriate friendships with men, mm-hmm. to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond Woo! getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. Mm-hmm. then he didn't put then but i'll help him out then yeah i am not the right partner for you if these days bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there'll be no hard feelings <laughs> these are my boundaries for uh-huh. romantic partnership uh-huh my boundaries you. with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust thank you thank you thank you for you know doing real journalistic work right there letting the people know what was said and now back to my take she's a surf instructor Apparently, that's what I yes. have found out. Yes. So the whole you can't post bikini thing, surf with men thing, it, it makes the the waters a little muddy because mm-hmm. it's like I mean it's kind of part of her occupation. Mm-hmm. My thing is I actually it's fine for someone to say these things if this is how they feel, especially up front. Just let it be known this is what I want, and it's the person's decision to say I don't. Yeah, I'm not about that. Or I, okay, I guess I can work with that with you. I think everybody should just find the person that works with what you're looking for. If you don't want a girl that posts bikini photos on Instagram, why are you hitting up a surf instructor? That's mm-hmm. like going to a Victoria's Secret model and saying, I don't want you posting sexy photos. Are you are you making sense? I don't think so. You're not protecting your peace and your boundaries. Yeah. I think you're fine to have boundaries, but then you should also take it upon yourself to, Make sure the boundaries make sense for the person you're with. 
Like, mm-hmm. don't impose boundaries on somebody that is actually kind of a leap for them. That's unfair. Like, yeah. I, I just think that's where that's where I had an issue. Like, I actually did not like seeing things about, like, he's manipulative. He's abusive. He's, like, emotionally abusive. I'm like, he's just stating what he wants or doesn't want. I, I don't think that makes him a criminal. I think it's just, I think he, he came off too forceful and he presented such boundaries to someone who doesn't deserve those type of boundaries you know and the girl posting the messages is another thing too i'm like are you kidding me why are you trying to make this guy look crazy? i mean yeah that's she obviously is trying to make him look crazy because as you can imagine her feelings about those you know quote-unquote boundaries mm-hmm. is that they are a little bit unrealistic and crazy mm-hmm. right um so this is what i think about boundaries boundaries mm-hmm. is like a really interesting topic because yeah. it's one of those things that i feel like people say the words and mm-hmm. people act on them. And like, I don't know. I just think about it as like a Twitter, like boundaries, boundaries. And people, yeah, it, and it sounds so terms. nice. My yeah. boundaries, your boundaries, but like life is not like that. Not saying mm-hmm. that you don't need boundaries, but like the boundaries in real life and real relationships are not yeah. hard lines. Yeah. Right. There's true. often a lot of compromise and a lot of give and take. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point, you obviously want to find someone where your boundaries potentially can actually align. Like you don't want to go, like you said, you don't want to be like, for example, this other person on the internet that's going crazy right now. Like, you don't want to be a guy that like, yo, nobody can see my girl, like, can see my girl's skin and then yeah. go like get married to a porn star, right? Like, yeah. that's, it doesn't like, make it sense. Doesn't, don't doesn't even look at that person. Yeah. It's unrealistic, right? Yeah. Um, But I do think that there's a level of like, okay, these are the things that I generally like or want. And then there's compromise. And I feel like for me, the biggest thing I've mm-hmm. got message is there is no real compromise from his side. Like he's not giving it in a sense of like, yo, these things make me feel this kind of way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just want you like, I want you to consider them, right? Like, I don't think everything he's saying is crazy. Like him saying like, oh, I don't want you to post sexual pictures. That's up for interpretation. What is a sexual picture first Mm -hmm. of all, right? Because if Mm -hmm. she's in her bikini, a guy can see that and be like, oh, damn, I want to like blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That becomes sexual. Mm -hmm. She might have just posted it like, oh, my bikini is cute. Like, Mm -hmm. because girls sometimes be aloof. (laughs) Seriously, girls don't always think about that. Uh Like, I don't know how girls can wear bikinis, me as a man. Because I'm like, yo, you're like naked. Like, I I think I'm like, yo, like, don't you feel like, you know, don't you want to cover small? But like, it's the world we live in. For women, it's the norm and it's it's nothing controversial, you know? So I think that it's understanding one for sure i his message is a little bit crazy though like yeah that's what it, it came off way too forceful and like you you kind of said at the start like the term boundary much like the term like toxic or many other terms have become super bastardized like people have yes. just decided what they want to make of it and so i do think he boundaries in a weaponizing way and not the way it's intended to be used mm-hmm. so i'm not saying he's okay for how he came across i'm just saying like i do think the issue more so than what he was saying or how he said it is who he's saying it to. Like if you, if you got in a relationship with like, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of like somebody who came off, like who maybe decided that they're super religious or whatever, Mm -hmm. or like has always had certain morals and ideals and ways of carrying themselves. And then all of a sudden they decide they want to start posting bikini photos and da da da. Then yeah, yeah, I think you could be like, wait, 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 wait. This is not what we this is not how I thought this was gonna go. Like, and again, even then you still have to tread lightly and know how you're coming coming to them. But I do think at that point you can now say, I have certain expectations. Can you compromise? Da 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 da. I think I think 
trying to date a surf instructor, instructor, excuse me, and telling them not to post bikini photos is kind of wild. That's it just my, that's my it is, that's it is my absolutely point. wild. And I think the the <laughs> last part we can kind of end this and wrap it up. But I think yeah. it's honestly it's a larger conversation even beyond like these two situations. Mm-hmm. Is the real issue is mm-hmm. insecurity, mm-hmm. Um, specifically mm-hmm. of men in this instance, yeah. right? But insecurity yeah. of men that are with beautiful women that are desirable, that mm-hmm. um, are outgoing and want to show off and want to be mm-hmm. out um, mm-hmm. in whatever capacity, right? Like the surf mm-hmm. instructor, she wants to show off her body because she works for her body, right? Like she, mm-hmm. that's her lifestyle. Kiki Palmer, same thing, right? Like she's, I mean, she just had a baby on you could not, yeah. even like she's, yeah. she's it. And she wants to live in her glory, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do you as a guy, that's with a woman like this how do you handle your insecurities mm-hmm. and i think the bigger lesson to the point that you kind of said is you have to figure out your insecurities and what you can and cannot handle mm-hmm. before you get to with people like that and even mm-hmm. if you end up with someone like that you have to be able to look internally before you start coming at them because this exactly. message especially from jonah hill like it really comes off as like you really haven't dealt with you like you're not looking at yourself yeah. at all like you're saying she can't surf with men like I that's a you that's know. a you problem that's, a that's you not problem. a her problem right like parts of it is like okay that's realistic i don't want you yeah. to put your bum bum okay sure yeah. like maybe you can have a conversation <laughs> about that but like some yeah. of it is like he doesn't want her to model like yeah that's a yeah. you problem that's, that's you how problem. you see the world that's how you uh-huh. see women and that's uh-huh. you being unable to either internalize and fix that and deal with your issue and it comes off in that way where you end up being controlling and you just look super weak you just end up looking I super weak. Know. like you can't handle anything and yeah i think really what makes out. it worse is i recently in the last few months or so i can't remember when watched a documentary by jonah called stuts it was a documentary that was with his therapist right that yeah was highlighting um his therapist for the most part i mean it was mm-hmm. a little bit about jonah but more so about his therapist and i mean some of the insecurities and whatnot that i would assume play a role in these boundaries quote unquote mm-hmm. um actually came to late so it doesn't actually surprise me that much mm-hmm. but i i took from the the documentary so much like i personally was so taken by it it was very moving for me like i remember tearing up on my couch mm-hmm. um about it and so i'm very disappointed because i thought he had you know made such leaps and bounds which he might have i mean mi- and I, that's the other thing i was about to say just he might thing. have because yeah. remember this message i didn't even notice until i pulled it up exactly yeah. it's 2021 we yeah. have to give people the grace and the room yeah. for growth yeah. we don't know where he is now we only know where he was then and clearly we can see like he was at least at this exact moment that he sent this message he was obviously in a, a deep place of insecurity um so level that will... we would all agree is not not okay <laughs> I will say, though, that I do believe a lot of the footage or a lot of the things that they were talking about in the documentary, I think, predates 2021, if oh, I'm being okay. honest. Okay. Um, but still, that's not to say, like, anybody that goes to therapy, from what I understand, is not going to say that they're fully healed, you know, just because they no tackle yeah. big issues. Exactly. Like, you can still have moments of faltering or still have insecurities you're dealing Definitely. with. Like, you might have made strides, but still have, you know, a ways to go. So... That's fair enough. I just, I, I, I'm, I am surprised given that like at the precipice of what he was dealing with, it was like a bunch of insecurity issues. I'm surprised that, you know, this is how <laughs> he's getting exposed, but mm. he was using a lot of therapy, you know? So clearly, yeah. you know, he thought he was working his, um, his newfound knowledge and he wasn't working it well. 
anyway. like you said, I think I think the the most <laughs> perfect way of describing it was you saying he was weaponizing the whole yeah. concept of boundaries. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> shall we do? Yeah, my favorite time of the week. Um, you go first. <laughs> okay, so I I don't know. I don't have one that's like really really like oh this is the one. But it's a song that I feel like I just personally kind of am discovering. Um, okay. I don't know exactly when the original song came out. I'm going to talk mm. about the remix. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is Burn a Boy, Sitting on Top of the World. Mm. The remix for 21 Savage. First of all, yeah. just like a great choice for someone yes. to put in the remix. Yes. Um, it's it's a really great song. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like it's not blowing up the way that, like, I would expect it to that's, just for how great the song is. and. Yeah how much it's like literally summer vibes like it's a perfect song at this time of the year um mm-hmm. i don't I, I feel like i, I mean i'm saying people know it so it's not like it's mm-hmm. not going anywhere yeah um, it's just i guess maybe it hasn't gone viral or anything like that but it's a really great song it's a feel good song it it just matches the absolute vibe of life right now um mm-hmm. so, great song okay i 1000 agree um so good choice for me I'm going to go with the song that I feel like it's not typical for me. Um, this is not the vibe I usually go for, but there's a new song by someone I'm not familiar with named Fendi the Rapper, but okay. it features someone I'm familiar with, which is Cardi B. The song okay. is called Point Me To, I believe. It's either Point To Me or Point Me To. I think it's Point Me To. Cardi has a, such a hard verse. Speaking of Twitter, that's where I came across the song. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's very much like, bars and like just going in and just i mean drill kind of vibes um okay almost like tomorrow remember that song tomorrow oh, i love cardi that b. song oh wait, oh, wait yeah. future no i don't know that one no 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 it's called tomorrow featuring cardi b I, you know the oh song. yeah yeah by glorilla come on yes man, my by girl. Glorilla. um <laughs> so yeah i don't know where you heard future i didn't say future but <laughs> Sorry, I, I think you said feature and then somehow oh yeah, 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 yeah. Featuring, yeah featuring cardi b so yeah it's if you like that song i really think you'll like point me too oh okay uh, so that's the vibe can i also give an honorable mention sure go ahead um this is actually based on a um suggestion from you oh, wow. um central c and dave mm. have some music together that have mm-hmm. that has come out um recently the song i think i like is it called sprinter yeah is that the one yeah, i think the so. nine girl in a sprinter <laughs> it's SOS. so good. somebody rescue me uh, yeah, yeah absolutely guys, i'm a central c girly like for sure <laughs> for sure like if you haven't heard the la leakers um central c um verse you gotta go listen to it or freestyle i guess you would call it um yeah you gotta listen to that but yeah i'm a central c girly like i've mentioned so sprinter is a vibe it's a vibe um okay. so yeah that's it and no it absolutely is um central c is dope um from that song i think i feel like i mentioned in the last episode and i feel like i mentioned i don't know when did i tell you this anyway it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i can't keep know. up with our conversation it was not on, um it, was it wasn't not. on the episode yeah oh nope. okay, okay okay um Text but i feel message. like i had described him as an artist i had never heard of and i want to reel that back in i have actually heard of him wait what? i just didn't know who he you was you never told me that oh i didn't tell you okay I, no. I don't know i don't know what i tell everyone i just be saying different <laughs> things um but okay you know Tetris is dope he was recently, or is recently, I don't know what the correct English is, on the uh, freshman. I think he's one of the freshmen. For Oh, is he now. on Double XL? Yeah, he you is. You still he follow is. that? Th- actually, no. I actually, don't. I, I don't follow I mean, it, but I saw the cover and some friends, like, 
were making fun of it because they were like, he's not a freshman. Exactly. Um, which is where the whole conversation came from and oh, me being like, oh, know. well, I've never heard of him. So he's a freshman to me. And even though I have kind of heard of him, he is a freshman to most people in America. So I, I don't think it's wild for them to do I that. suppose. I'm just shocked. Well, number one, quick side note. Actually, I do feel like this cover is the first cover in a while that somehow has circulated because I remember someone saying, oh, like I Spice isn't on this, but I think she might have turned it down. Who knows? Oh. Anyway. Um, and then secondly, I'm surprised he's new to you because another thing you put me on to, um, because I actually, you know, follow up on your recommendations is Top Boy. And yes. I, he's like featured on at least I know the most recent season. Like there's a song, I think it's Loading. I think that's the song I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, that's prominently featured like at the start of the season or something. And I feel oh. like everybody was on it at the time. Um, but anyway, I need to go back. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I literally like, I, if you just, before I had this whole conversation, I had to go yeah. do my research on him. Yeah. If someone just said central C, I'd be like, who's that? Like, so wow. you know, you're no, right. You I probably know more it. of him no, than I Come thought. On. Wait, 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 wait. You know, this line, um, uh, Oh, something, something Doja Cat. I'm trying to. Oh, exactly. Cat. So that's how I know that I know him because okay. I went back to that song and yeah. I was like, oh, I know this song. Like, so yes. <laughs> and I, that's like my song of the moment, actually. I just didn't put out oh, my tune of the, you know, because wow. it's like not a new song. But yeah, it's not it's new. A little bit new to me because I never, like, it never made my list. Like, I knew of it. Wow. I knew it. But it never, but like, yeah, that's on heavy rotation. How right can now. I be homophobic? My bitch, my bitch is, is great. great. Oh, yeah, of course. That's... <laughs> that shit goes up. Okay, I'm glad you found him and you found <laughs> that song and you're tapped in because, yeah, he's so good. I think that we should talk on this episode about the people that have inspired us to be where we are mm-hmm. um, because that's a really big part of who anyone is as an individual is the people you have in your life, right? The people you have in your life, the people that have um, been in your life, either permanently, temporarily, however you want to, you know, kind of measure it, right? They were here for one season, a few seasons, forever and ever. Um, Amen. (laughs) So I guess let's start there. Let's let's go with that, right? So Faye, I want to start with you and just ask you, who are the people in your life that you feel like have inspired you to be who you are right now? Mm. Um, I mean, my family, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I guess it's twofold. I'm both inspired and motivated by them. I'm always trying to be my best self. Um so that I'm a good reflection of them, especially my parents. Because, you know, being um, a Nigerian woman, an African woman, it's it's just a weight I think us children put on ourselves, or most of us. I, I won't speak for everyone, but most of us, like, we understand that, like, however we conduct ourselves in the world is a reflection of our parents. I mean, I feel like they've drilled that into us um, from, from the time we were young. So... Um, I've definitely taken that on. Um, but I don't see it as pressure. I just see it as like consistent motivation to be um, the best me that I can be. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to my siblings, I mean, they're my best friends. You know, I've grown up with them. I've seen them grown up and or grow up. And, um, and I, I just, I'm just motivated in order to like, 
again, set a good example for them because I'm the oldest of us three. Um, but beyond setting a good example, just wanting to be the type of person they want to be around because they're the type of people I want to be around. So like in order to cultivate the relationship we've had to this point, it's because we find it mutually beneficial, you know, and I never want to see that change regardless of the extra people that might enter our lives. Your birth control time. Ha ha ha. Yeah, no. But anyway, what I was saying was essentially I want to be the type of person my siblings want to be around because I love being around them and I don't want that to change regardless of the people that might enter our lives or the life stage that we might be at at any given point in time. I think, um, you know, in order to make sure that that relationship is long lasting and formidable and, you know, doesn't doesn't really ever um, break down, it it takes consistent effort and I'm just motivated to keep putting in that consistent effort. So, I mean, you know, beyond anybody else in the world, my family definitely motivates and inspires me bar none. Um, yeah. How about you? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think definitely always has to like start with family. Right. Um, definitely. Like for me, my parents, like I remember being like, middle school and being like uh like an English class right and they're like oh you have to do this project and you have to you know who's your role model and all that kind of stuff and I'm like uh my dad like I don't know like who do you expect me to choose like who else would I want to be like you know what I mean like it was just like a no-brainer even as young as middle school and um I'm happy to say that hasn't really changed much you know like I think that as we've gotten older, I see the flaws in my parents and I see them as more human, right? Like they're no longer like superheroes that like can never do anything wrong and mm-hmm. like are you know, you know how your parents are when you're like a little kid. Um but even with all that, despite that, I think that they're still role models for me, right? Like they still inspire me to do a lot of the things that I do and um I think I get a lot of my personality from them, right? Like sometimes I'll just like see them do things or not do things or just like the way they are. And I'm like, oh, like, is that like why I'm kind of like that? Like, oh, I kind of connect with that part of you and versus this part of you. And um, and I still find myself looking at them as examples of things that like, oh, like I need to be more like this. Like my dad is like really like regimented. Like he's a very like disciplined person, right? Like he can, he can get a hundred dollars and plan it out to the last cent as to what he's going to do with it, and he is not going to waver. Um, Mm -hmm. I (laughs) currently cannot do that. Like, I mean, I can can plan it, but I'm just not going to stick to that plan, right? Or, Mm -hmm. like, my mom has, like, she'll, I just remember very specific things, and, like, she has a very good way of, like, communicating with people that I've noticed recently. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, I like to think I'm a decent communicator, but... um, I still see myself like, damn, like, I wish I could communicate like that. Like, I wish I could communicate with anyone and get my Mm -hmm. point across, right? Mm Because it's a really big skill. And it's something that, you know, hopefully I want to work on. But um, they inspire me in that way. Um, who, Who do you think, like, looking just in your life, like, outside of your family, right? Like, do you think there are other people that you're like, oh, like, this person adds this specific thing to me or like these groups of people add these things to me Mm, i mean 
Well, to touch on my family real quick again, mm-hmm. like my sister, I think is like the coolest little girl ever. Like she's my baby for life. But like, I just look at her and think she's like the coolest chick ever. So I always get her advice or thoughts on things related to like aesthetics or whatever. Mm. Like, has such a good eye and such good instincts when it comes to that beyond my sister like aesthetically speaking i'm inspired this is so basic but i'm inspired by like a rihanna because i feel like she's very much a do what she wants do as she pleases type of gal and i Mm. feel i connect with that type of vibe um just you know not necessarily trying to present yourself in any way that's going to make others happy just doing it for yourself and for your fulfillment um and then i'm inspired by two women in particular one is shan budrum which i've talked about before and one is esther perel um both of which are very much in the like emotional intelligence relationship that type of space um, and I just love the way they speak. I'm so mesmerized by how they speak, how they think, how they convey their messaging and what they're thinking. And um, I mean, to your point earlier, in the sense of like always wanting to like communicate at your best level, like I feel like they definitely inspire that out of me. I think even more than just the people, right? And like the names and the specific people, it's really the values. Like I really like that word value. And funny enough, I was listening to something earlier today. Like I listened to a random podcast episode just because it was that kind of a day. And um, it was, um, it was basically about how like just values that you have as a person are important to like actively think about, like actively Mm -hmm. write them down. What are your values? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, if we did that exercise, thinking about the people that are in our lives, the relationships that we have, we would find that there is probably a commonality in our values, right? Like that's that's mm-hmm. what keeps people close and moving in the same direction is that we value the same kinds of things. We have the same kind of value system. Not exactly the same because people are different, but hey, like you care about... I don't know, you care about being an upstanding citizen, right? Like, that could be a really big value for you. Like, I don't want someone around, I can't be around anyone that breaks the law because I'm just nervous. Like, I'm not going to call the police, but like, I just, you know, and that's an example. That's not like me, but you know, for the record, I don't want to be around people breaking the law. Like, (laughs) keep your fraudulent (laughs) self over there. You know, like, I'm not going to be best friends with someone that's doing fraud just because I, like, it doesn't mean I have to be doing it, of course, but, like, I just don't know how to relate to you because our value system is so different. Like, to me, I'm not going to shame you, right? But, like, eh, like that's not my lifestyle. So I think that kind of shows in the people that we have around us, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like, everybody I know and hold near and dear, we have a similar outlook on life where, where if not already, we're trying to stay confident that confident and comfortable in our skin because mm-hmm. I mean the minute you start like wanting for something that's just not authentic to you is the minute that I feel like you you're kind of like void of joy and like you're down the wrong path like you're always consistently thinking about comparisons and like what you don't have as opposed to what you do have so like just always pursuing being comfortable in your skin is really important to me and yeah those that I admire and have in my life um definitely hold that value as well yeah but you didn't mention anybody outside of like your real life like outside of you know your day-to-day what's up so outside of my day-to-day this one is like really hard for me to think of people that are like out there um 
and it's not hard because there's no one out there that inspires me. It's hard because um, I really try hard not to like put too much faith or too much like um, I don't know what the right word is, um, but too much emphasis on people that I don't know because I realize that I don't know these people, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I really like you know how people be like, oh, this is my favorite celebrity, and oh, I'm really heartbroken that it did X, Y, and Z, like. It happens no matter how hard you try, but like it should for me anyway. I don't think it should be like heartbroken. Like it shouldn't be to that level because I, I don't know you. Like I would be super disappointed if I found out that I don't know what's the worst possible thing a person can do, right? I'd be super disappointed if Tom Brady was doing something really crazy out there, but I don't know him, so like, eh, like should I expect anything? No, I shouldn't. Um, but I have like a lot of I draw a lot of inspiration from athletes. Um, Kobe was a really big inspiration as like a Laker fan. Um, I was just inspired by his work ethic, like his, like, listen, I'm just going to work hard. Like, I, I don't know about all this being friendly. All like, I don't, I'm not really for all that stuff. Like, I just know what my goals are and I'm just going to go as hard as I possibly can. I'm going to push myself to the limit. Um, I, I don't know. I'm really inspired by that because that's something that, um, a lot of athletes have that mindset and it's something that as a regular person in whatever life you're in, you can hold on to of like, mm-hmm. I might not be able to grow six inches or do this or do that or jump high, but I can work hard at whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. and try to be the best I could possibly be. I can set goals and I can methodically, hmm? is that a good word? <laughs> <laughs> the word is escaping me, man. I'm not talking well today. Methodically, methodically, methodically. Methodically. Okay, I think that's what I said. I don't know. It sounded weird when I said it though. Um, but I can do it, right? I can find a way to do it. Um, someone else I like was a really big inspiration, I think, for me is like someone like Nipsey Hustle was an inspiration. Just I really liked what he was preaching. Like I like the message that was his his first message was a really positive one that I can buy into, right? Like again, back to the like just taking pieces, right? Kind of how you said, like, you like from Rihanna, you take like her, like, I'm just gonna like her style or, you know, her energy kind mm-hmm. of. Um, I kind of take that from him of just like his energy of like, listen, I'm about building communities, building our people up. Like, that's inspiring. And that's something that I wanna do. I wanna, I want that to be my legacy as well, you know? So those are just two people. Like, there's a lot more people if I was to sit down and think more and more, like, Literally everyone I'm a fan of, I'm inspired by in some way. Um, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> even so, like Twenty One Savage, Twenty One Savage is inspiration because he's yeah. just funny. he's hilarious. Like I don't know, I don't know if he's supposed to be as funny as he is to me, but like he's hilarious. I agree, I agree, I agree on Twenty One because I feel like he's just living his best life. He's just happy to be here. He has big happy to be here energy. Like yeah. Having me, I mean, speaking of which, like you were just mentioning Nipsey, I'm somebody who takes a lot of inspiration from. Um, musicians. I just love interviews. I watch a lot of interviews and some of my favorite mm. musicians because I feel like the artistic mind of a musician is like, I mean, just one that is so like a wealth of knowledge, something that I don't really have like, you know, people in my life that really tap into that, nor am I an artist myself. So like just hearing people who are, it's always super cool and seeing them like um, do their thing at such high levels. Like yesterday night, um, I was watching the Dreamville um, live stream um, and just seeing Cole and um, Drake and Wayne and 21, speaking of 21, just like, 
living their best life and like just paying homage to music and what it has to offer the world. Like the way like um, Cole and Drake were speaking on their legacies, on each other's legacies that is like, and just like, you know, speaking of how they're so proud of each other doing this at such high levels. I felt that. I felt that towards them. I was like, you you are doing a service to the world, honestly, because I'm like, you know, music is like a very universal language and it felt so good, like experiencing that, even if it was from my living room. Um, and I feel like I'm so inspired to see people just, especially musicians, like do their thing at a high level. It's so miraculous to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think I definitely draw a lot of inspirations from, like I said, sports, um, music is a big one, just the arts in general. A, a, a random shout out, just because she just popped up in my mind. I don't know, like, I don't know if she inspires me on a daily basis, but, um, uh, oh my god, the Woman King, what's the name of the lady in the Woman King? Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis, like, she's inspirational like in her story right like someone like that where i don't know everything about her i don't follow her like that that closely but like i listen to her book and i see her in movies and i like her as an actress listen to her book and find out about her life was really inspiring not because i'm like oh this is like my experiences but just like if someone like that can make it out of those circumstances then like who am i to even complain like i have to i have to go just as hard because that's what it takes. So inspiration is everywhere. You just have to be open and look for it, honestly. And I mean, I'm inspired by people who live huge, big lives, like the likes of a Drake and also those amongst us who are just normal, you know, people that I can relate to on a very like day-to-day level, like we're doing the same thing, like nothing super extraordinary, you know? But again, what I'm inspired by when it comes to people like that is just those... I've already mentioned comfortable in their skin and just like living a happy life, like a content life where you're not consistently wanting for more. I mean, I think that's super inspiring. Yeah, for sure. I think we can probably end it there. I think we'll definitely have further conversations in the future about people that inspire us. Cause I think this can go on uh, forever and ever and ever. Cause there's a long list of people. <laughs> Now, let's get into our conversation with our special guest for the week. All right. Awesome. We have a guest with us that we are super, super excited to talk to. Um, he said he's excited to be here as well, which is nice. You know, it's nice to have guests that are excited to be here. Um, but is here. Um, real quick, I guess I'll let you introduce yourself to the people. It could be as um, detailed or not detailed as you like, just who you are in general. Um. Just a regular guy, 32 years old, trying to figure out life and figure out his place in this in this world. Mm. Uh, you know, just I just want to leave a mark somehow, some way. And social commentary is one of the ways I want to do it. So that's why I'm happy to be here and just give my spin on on life and what I think about what's going on in our society today. Oh, okay, beautifully said. And you know what? You just led us right to where we're going. Um, talking about you want to leave a mark on the world. That's obviously commendable i think that's something that a lot of people can probably relate to um we're really talking about this episode is people that have left the marks in our lives people that have pushed us to have our specific vision or perspective on the world um so i guess i'll just kind of throw a lob to you and say like who are for you just one or two doesn't have to be like a whole list right but like who would you say for you are like your biggest influences people that have really kind of made you who you are today 
Uh, I mean, I guess first and foremost, my parents. Hmm. You know, and, and it's interesting to say that because I know this this is kind of a broader topic, but but my dad passed away a few years ago, and it's funny, even in death, he's still influencing me in a lot hmm. of ways how I move and the decisions I make. But more presently, my mom is the person who's like my sounding board on certain decisions and just, you know, still a guidepost for me. Um, friends, the friends I've had for the last 10 years that are still here. It's funny because I never, when I met them when I was 21 in college or, or 18 or whatever age, I didn't know that we would still be this close. And they have a, they have a great deal of influence on me right now. You know, and, and the friends that I make that, that prove themselves that, that generally want to be in my life, they, they're the ones that influence me, I guess, the most. I know I didn't say names, but... You yeah, know. no, but that's fine. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to say names if you don't want to. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really at your discretion. Um, yeah. Faye, I want you to jump in. I don't want to just be the only one talking. I know you have something. Sure, to say. I was going to say something, especially when you mentioned that, you know, your dad passed away. I'm curious to know more about, like that relationship because i've heard people talk about their relationship with people in general loved ones that have passed away and how that relationship is still present like you kind of alluded to even though they have obviously passed and i want to know what that relationship with your father looks like now you know and maybe maybe even where it was then and where it is now and how it's changed and just the dynamics at play there <sighs> That was a loaded question, but I know uh, <laughs> not to hit you with a loaded question. No, yeah, good, good, because you know, I, it just my dad made me realize I took a lot of relationships for granted, mm. especially my relationship with him because I never thought I, I would, you know, before I reached the level that I wanted to get to, I didn't think he would be gone, mm-hmm. and him being gone, I. I I miss him. I won't lie, but I won't pretend like we have the best relationship, but he meant something to me and my siblings and, and my family. And mm-hmm. that he left he left behind a hole that can't be filled. Mm-hmm. But in the wake of that hole, we've grown so much and we've come together as a family. We, I feel like we were like this before. And I don't know if people are going to be able to see this, but... Well, definitely, they can see it. Yeah. So we were like a, a hand, an open hand, and now we're like this. We're, we're, we're a, a, tight fit, a tight fist. We're yeah. a unit. And uh, he still and he still guides me today. I still think about him when I make certain decisions. I, I'm more cautious about people I allow into my life because this life is fragile, and mm-hmm. one little one little stone could 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 break it. What's uh-huh. that saying? Um, don't throw stones at a glass house. Uh-huh. You know, life is kind of like that, and I try to be very careful because I know how easily life, this life can be taken taken away. And yeah. I talk to my dad a lot still. I, I wear his cross that he that he died in every mm-hmm. day. Like there's no day that is not with me. And anytime I have to make a big decision, I pray a lot. And I pray, I you know, I just hold this and, and you know, like he's next to me type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful, Ty. And Dalapo forgot we're a podcast first. Dalapo, so yeah, no people wouldn't have known and seen. So thank you for describing that. I think that was a very good analogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to like a close fist. Very cool. And I mean, something I really took away from what you said is like a lot of times when you're thinking of your parents, you don't imagine that they'll be gone before they see you reach your full potential. Yes. So that's yes. such an interesting point that I feel like. Yeah, we, we a lot of times we hear like, you know, don't take those in your life today for granted, but also remember that they won't necessarily be here to see 
like you achieve certain goals. So every goal that you're achieving today, like hold it at a high esteem because, you know, maybe this is all they'll get to see. Because um, sometimes I'm like, I feel like we downplay our current status in life or whatever we're doing now because we think there's so much more for others to, you know, see and appreciate. So, yeah, that was really beautiful he said. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, no, I, and I I second everything Faye just said. Um, you know, like you said, it's interesting how you, you kind of mentioned, like, you know, maybe your relationship was different in the past versus how it is now. Um, and it's interesting because it's definitely a theme that I've noticed with people where, like, um, they lose someone that they're close to or someone that's, like, part of their family. And it's, like, maybe they were even on bad terms, not even just, like, we weren't that cool. Like, they were yeah. actually on bad yeah. terms, and it's, like it still hurts and they remember all the good in that person. And, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting thing that happens. Um, you talked about your mom and you know, how your family is like closer now, right. And how your mom like really is that presence for you now. Um, can you talk a little bit more about just like in what specific ways, right? Like, of course, like we all know, like mothers are going to give you the love and everything, but, um, what specific ways do you think like, Oh, like your mom is really that person that gives you that influence that has shaped your life and continues to shape your life. So, for me, my relationship with my mom is very unique because she was always a strong presence in my life. But after my dad died, she kind of really took on that role of, okay, I'm going to be your everything. You know, you don't have a dad anymore. Your dad is in heaven, but I'll be your dad now. Uh -huh. I'll be the one who, 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 if there's something you can't handle, come to me, I'll handle it for you. Uh -huh. You know, when 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 you feel like everything in your life is going wrong, I'll be the person that that reminds you that you still have hope, that you still have tomorrow, that you can still be better. And she's the person I'm pushing myself for. She's the person I, I, I wanna I wanna reach new heights for because she's getting older and once once she gets uh to an advanced age where she can't take care of herself, I she I wanna be able to take care of her. Uh -huh. So she's I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know how to put it into words, but she's the. She's person. like she's a the, driving force. Yes, yes. She's the. She is the. She is the fuel in my in my car. She is the the heat in my fire. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she's the one that pushes our family, and she she does that for all of us. You know, she's not perfect by any means, but but she's she's enough for me. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's and really again well said. Yeah, because man, just to like add a little bit to that, man. I remember when I first started dating Vera. Y'all know me and Vera. When my mom met Vera, she was like, Taiwo, whatever you do, don't fumble the don't fumble the bag here. You know what I mean? Like she was the one that was like, Go. I I, I love her for you. You know, and that that gave me the the to like, all right. I'm I'm a uh, I got a real one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you you talked about how she's a fuel in more ways than one. Like she fuels you in the way that she's like, you know, the battery pack, like the person that's there, like mm -hmm. as you need her and that will like, you know, fill any gaps. But then she's also fueling you in the way that you just want to make her proud and also want to be able to like support her and help her when her time of need comes. Yeah. So, you know, you have like dual measures of like how she's influencing your life. Yeah. And also, I think the cool thing about this this podcast and this this episode that we're doing is we're gonna be able to look back in uh, mm -hmm. five years, ten years, and just see how it aged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did like did I hold up my end of the bargain? You know yeah. what I mean. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm really excited to be here. That's why I said that because this is gonna be a measuring stick for me. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like the last four years of this podcast has been that for me, but this season in particular, I, I do think, yeah, the tone at which we're like approaching these discussions and conversations is different in a way where it's like, what would I want to tell myself? Like, you know how you always hear those interview questions? Like, what would you tell your younger self? It's like, yep. you're getting to tell your older self something. And I think that's, I mean, not to like, you know, toot our own horn, but <laughs> I love the concept. Not, not and I like that you're like, di- you're like right here with us with it. And we also tried to make a shift to also make it more personal, right? Because I think there are times where it's like, oh, we're just going to talk about what's happening in the world, which mm-hmm. is really cool and interesting and fun. But I think that the personal angle makes it like that much more valuable where it's like, you're really going to be able to go back and be like, oh, damn, like I was really struggling during this time. Or like, oh, like you can't really tell that like this was happening, but like this was happening during this time. So yeah, mm-hmm. that is definitely really cool. Um, I wanted to ask you about something you you said. You, you talked about... Um, kind of figuring out who should be in your life and who shouldn't be in your life or like kind of the um it's not so easy to just get into your life right because you've learned lessons from the past or from people that have influenced you um i want to ask you like how do you kind of go about making that decision and who or who are the people that you think have kind of helped you to figure out that process of like hey um it's cool maybe like Mia, you can be cool. We can party, maybe, but we're like we're not going to be good friends. So, like, you know, like how do you kind of make that distinction? And who are the people that really helped you do that? Okay, so this might be a long one, but we're all thirty here. We're all thirty years old, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm not thirty, but that's okay. I'll take it. Jason, I'm thirty adjacent. I'm You're right there. <laughs> but I feel like something special happened at thirty. Uh, I didn't have to. I didn't have to beg people to be in my life anymore. Mm. You know, like the people that were gonna be here were already here, yep. and the people who 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 didn't want to be here just kind of made it known. So mm. I didn't really. Have to, I never really had to do any cutting off. Mm. But I take that back. There were people that I had to. I had to remove, like, like gardening. You know, like, Vera's in the plant, so we do a lot of plant stuff. I had to prune. I had to, I had to remove dead leaves <laughs> and, and, and really make adjustments because there were people that were potentially holding me back. Certain relationships with with, with, um, with guys and women. A lot of those relationships I've, I've since removed because mm. they, weren't, they weren't adding value to me in a way that was beneficial to me. So I had other things, and it was easy, you know, because... Yeah. To, to today, I don't even think they noticed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think they noticed that they're not they're not in that same position with me. Right. It wasn't like a big like sit down like okay, I am officially cutting you out of my life. You no yes. longer matter. Like, <laughs> and it just it just proved to me that there's people. If someone's supposed to be in your life, they'll be there, yeah. and they will make room for themselves to be in your life, and you don't have to make room for them in your life. Mm. They will fight to be around you because you add value to them. I mean. Yeah. Does this mean no new friends, Ty? Like, does this mean like you aren't really interested no, no, in adding no, no. new relationships? No, not not even not that. Like I said, uh, if if someone wants to be a part of what what I got going on here, mm-hmm. just make make your presence known. Oh yeah, you know, like and, and it, it doesn't have to be. We have to like the thing I love about being thirty. You don't have to talk every day to be friends with someone. For mm-hmm. sure, but but that's what I mean. People that want to be there will be there. You know, and we don't have to talk every day. It'll still be love. Yeah. Know? 
Yeah, I know. Awesome. I want to ask you as well. Um, so we kind of talk a little bit about like personal life. I right? talk about like, of course, your parents kind of being like the biggest influences. And you mentioned a little bit about your friends. Um, I want to ask you just outside of like your personal um, people that like you'd be expected to be seen with, right? They're like, okay, like this is your circle, this is your clique, this is your whatever. Um, who out there do you think has been like an influence for you like and i'll give an example right like before we started recording i think i mentioned like kobe for you do you have people like that that are maybe not people they can necessarily touch maybe it's an author you know just someone that's out there that's like oh, oh this person has been a guiding light in a oh, sense so two i got two uh first one david did a he wrote uh the way to superior man that's a book um i don't know if you've heard of it uh no i haven't what's it called the way of the superior man. Okay, it's it's a guide on how to be a a healthy man who who's mm. who's not afraid to break down bar- barriers and boundaries, both in in his own life, in spiritual spiritual life, sexual sexuality, and um, his financial life. And it okay. just it really helped me like hone in some of the the toxic masculinity that, that mm. I had in my own life mm. because I feel like. Last three, four years, there was this big shift in like how men perceive themselves, and like I, I don't know if you went through, it, but I know I, I had to navigate and figure out like how I wanted to move and how I wanted mm. to be seen. And I was looking for a more authentic representation of who I was, so mm. I went on this little journey of like getting to know myself better, and that helped me out a lot. Um, the other person that probably really no, and I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but I was a big Obama fan. I think I, I think mm-hmm. I still don't to a degree. He's just not as public facing as he used to be. Mm-hmm. But I read uh, two of his books. Mm-hmm. Um, I I used to. I, so you might not know this, but I love politics. I really want to be a politician. And ah, this is news to me. That's really cool, though. Yeah, I used to. I, I worked on a bunch of political campaigns. Um, cool. I have a really. Uh, I, well, I used to have a really big political following. In, in the sense, I was a part of Prince George's County Young Democrats, uh, okay. Maryland, Maryland Young Dems, the whole that, that whole scene. Okay. And Obama really was—he was it for me. He was the upper echelon of who I wanted to be. You know, some people say Jay Z, some people say Nip, Nip Hustle, um, Big Sean, all those kind of people. Kanye before he was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you know. Uh, but for me, I want to be Obama. I wanted mm-hmm. to do speeches. I wanted to touch lives and, and impact people's lives in a positive way through through politics, through winning elections, through inspiring young boys. Like Obama did something for me that like my own dad couldn't do for me. He showed me that a black man could be president, and mm-hmm. that was one of the greatest gifts I ever got in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it gave me the courage to take chances and 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 open doors for myself that I didn't know could be opened. Uh, I mean, for people listening, I don't know about you, but I can see Ty the politician. Like, it fits, it tracks. You know, you're like the type that, like, when you walk into a room, you're like, you know, you're doing your little networking thing, like the way you talk. I can see it. I can see it for you. I hope, I hope it like manifests into that for you sometime in the future because it sounds like it's still a goal of yours. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I, I, I try to be more strategic now. I used to like announce it. Hey, what's uh-huh. the that song, the the conqueror, the hunk, y'all know the thing I'm talking about. The, uh, uh, no, no, no. It's like it's like a meme on um. Uh, people are always coming on our podcast 
trying to talk to us about me and Dolapo are the last people to <laughs> <laughs> we ain't good at that at all <laughs> it's like it's been all over uh, African African Twitter you gotta African- send it to us send it to us and we'll yeah you, but, but I definitely want to push it I definitely want to want to get into politics and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be strategic about it you know I need to make money money that's a big motivator for me money Money, 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 and that's why I'm going to like cybersecurity. Money, money, money. I'm pushing for that because, man, I'm trying to feed people. I got people looking at me like, "Oh boy, like, <laughs> get old, you're getting old. It's time to move differently." So, you know. yeah, no, but that's really cool, though. That's really cool that you said Obama. I mean, I think that, like you said, he's someone that a lot of people can't relate to, but it's mm-hmm. it sounds like it's obviously different for you, right? Because obviously, like I, I'm inspired by him as well, but I don't know that he's a for me, as big an influence, right? But it clearly is for you because that's something that you're even looking to get into. That's something mm-hmm. that you want for yourself and you've been working towards and you're building towards. And, you know, like you said earlier, like in 10 years when you're governor of Maryland, like we're going to be like, oh, remember he said this? He Don't do that. Governor of Maryland is a good position. Governor of Maryland is pathway to president. Like, mm-hmm. better collect it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's really cool though. That's really cool. Um, and I mean, I feel like, um, the level you mentioned, like, not many people would think, like, you know, they can maybe relate or whatever because you know, maybe the Harvard of it all or Yale, I don't know, whichever Ivy League he went to, things like that. But I think what's cool about what um, Ty did is like, I feel like you're drawing inspiration outside of just like the political realm of, or like his like resume on paper and yes, the idea yes, of yeah. a man being president and like. Yeah. You know, that's bigger than him and bigger than what qualifications he has on paper. I think even if you don't end up in politics, like, you can definitely take lessons from his Right, right, right. Because his resume is bigger than where he went to school, Mm -hmm. you know. He's just the thing I really admire about him, and I think I should have said this, but I did. He's such a polished man in the Mm -hmm. sense that he's Mm well-spoken. Yeah. But... It's more than just being well spoken. He's personable. He's funny. Mm. He can shoot a basketball and it goes in the hoop. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to get Stop to that. It. Stop it. <laughs> and those, those are the things that I admire. I'm like, he's a real, a real human being. No one is perfect. No one is better than anybody. You know, you have the same 24 hours that the next man has. Uh-huh. You know, just do what you can with your time. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do what I can with the time I have. You know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. I just try to, you know, make the most of it. And uh, I want to leave this world better than I found it. You know, yeah. I want to I want to do some good works. You know, I feel like I just did like a whole sales pitch. But uh. <laughs> so, you know, because, you know, a lot of times people come on here and it it is a reflective space. Right. So when you reflect, you go to that depth where it's like, OK, like I don't usually say this or I don't always like you said, like I'm not advertising this but if i'm being honest like this is where my heart is or this is like the depths and you know sometimes it's uncomfortable but you know we're happy that you you shared it with us right like we're happy that you did it in this platform and um you know just with the whole theme of the season it's something that we hope that we can come back to and it's not something that we laugh at but something that we're like oh damn like that was deep we didn't even know that was a moment or like you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i really see that happening for all of us um and definitely for you like now that we know that you know what you want to do don't worry the fan club has begun right Faye? yeah yeah number one fans right here (laughs) (laughs) so we're ready to start campaigning you know knocking on doors kissing babies whatever we have to do like let's go (laughs) 
but now, nah, thank you so much for being on. Like, it's been a really dope conversation. Um, and yeah, we appreciate your your candidness or your candor. Oh yeah, for word, candor. Yeah, yeah. candor. Yeah, appropriate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Faye, any final words? No, Ty. Thank you for joining us. That was awesome. We'll definitely have to have you back. You know. Yes, yes, yes. And like I told the lapo, you were on. When y'all want to do a relationship episode, let me know. Let me know. Also, that's one of our favorite topics. So don't worry, it'll come sometime soon. If it's cool, um, can I plug my church real quick? Please do. So um, I go to Grace Life Renewal Ministries in, in Laurel. Um, Please come come check it out. It's a it's a growing church. It's it's they're really doing God's work there. I would love it if you guys could join us and, and just come worship with us one day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Here's a little preview of our next episode. Make sure that you have your notifications turned on so you don't miss it. You know the saying it takes a village. It really does take a village. Like you can't do it by yourself. Um um very blessed to have really great parents um but yes some things that they they don't get sometimes so it's good to also have friends too that even though they are not in the field that you're pursuing just having people to talk to and Mm -hmm.